We said they had to step up, and the Yankees did. The Yankees won a tough series over the Halos. We'll chat about that. And of course, happy Friday. It's time to answer your questions on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making us your first listen. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm alongside my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, what's going on today? Wow, big win. Big, big win. Uh, they showed up in a big way uh, in that finale on Thursday, Stacey. So, Chris, we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, we have a preview for the Blue Jays series. So we're talking about how this homestand is kind of a prove it for the Yankees. Um, they proved it over the Halos. Can they prove it over Toronto? Uh, we're going to find out this weekend. Of course, it's Fan Mail Friday. We have a bunch of your questions to get to. Thank you so much for uh, joining in on the conversation. You can always comment on our YouTube videos throughout the week, starting on Monday, we'll start gathering new questions. We have a bunch of them to answer, so we'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, let's talk about Nasty Nestor. He definitely showed up in Thursday's game. He did. And it's funny because it wasn't, you know, a dominant Nestor start. He was good, obviously. Six innings, um, only three runs. And in our little rundown here, it says that he had nine straight starts of two runs or fewer. So that was snap today. But... Six innings, three runs is a quality start. And, you know, he did a really good job neutralizing the two big bats in the lineup that Yankee fans are afraid of whenever they play the Angels. So, yeah, he looked good. Yeah, I mean, that so, I mean, that two runs or fewer nine straight starts was one away from setting a Yankees record, by the way. <laughs> um, and that run, that third run came in while he was pulled. Ron Marinaccio yeah. gave up that RBI double to to Logan O'Hoppy, which, by the way, best of luck to Logan O'Hoppy. That was a very scary moment in the ninth inning. Um, but yeah, like you said, they he neutralized Trout and Otani. There's no denying that. Uh, got a little help, not necessarily on those batters, but definitely got some help from the defense today as well. Uh, defense is wow, wow, yeah. wow. Really it- stepped up. IKF, we're going to talk about in a second, but man, like, Volpe made some nice plays too. Um, defense was top-notch stellar yeah and it's been that way for a few games now um i feel very comfortable watching especially the infield defense it's great you know anytime yeah, a ball dj looks great he almost made that play a third yes yeah that really long throw it was very close that was a drury hit that i think um yeah it's just it's amazing i feel very comfortable watching every ball go to shortstop now it's great <laughs> yeah yeah, everything feels right. Oswald made a nice play up the middle at second too, mm-hmm. um, with that rolling ball up the up the middle that didn't result in an out, but held the Angels off the board there. So, yeah, things things are <laughs> ship shape, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, just very impressive. Um, first inning, uh, it, it so here's the thing. So the game was five to nothing, five to two for a long time. And it had a lot to do with this first inning, obviously, all five runs coming in the first. But I was still a little worried at this point about halfway through the Yankees offense. Wasn't really getting anything else against Patrick Sandoval. And it really was, save one pitch, uh, all Patrick Sandoval's doing. Right. Uh, so it was really just that one knock uh, with two outs, the bases loaded, that 
was the only thing that the Yankees, let's be fair, really did in that inning. Right. So at that point, I was a little worried, but it looks like they kind of broke broke out of their funk later in the game, too. Yeah, and that was the key because on Tuesday, they were getting walks, but they weren't capitalizing on getting walks. Where in this game, they got walks and they actually capitalized on getting those walks. So that was the difference between those two games. Um, Just one quick thing. When the Yankees were in their dynasty years, my dad used to always joke before a game started and he'd always say, let's get five in the first. So when they got five in the first, I just thought of my dad because I thought that was funny because it was the Jeter Knobloch combination because they always seem to be on base and uh as soon as they scored the fifth run i started laughing and thought of my dad <laughs> yeah that's great um <laughs> great for you, great for you uh <laughs> i had a rough time of it uh this week uh the angels definitely did not show up uh in game three definitely did not show up in game one um five for 30 with runners in scoring position for the angels Whew, man tough Tough, tough decade to be an Angels fan. Um, but yeah, Trevino with that big bases loaded knock, uh, especially with two outs and two strikes there. Um, bottom part of the order looked good. Oswaldo Cabrera, not a great game. Right. Uh, almost threw out a runner at home. That was a pretty good talk. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the big, I mean, the big defensive wow was IKF. <laughs> two huge plays. Unbelievable. The first play, I think, had a, what they say, a 99% uh catch probability because he know, kind of I'm, I'm blacked out of yes he he went <laughs> yeah he went he took a wrong like i guess he maybe went back too far and then had to yes. dive for it but he caught His it first step was wrong yeah right but that second play where he went all the way to the right toward left field that was i mean for someone who didn't play center field before a couple of weeks ago yeah that was, that was pretty impressive and he um you can you can almost see it in his face um when he made those plays and when he got the hit where he got the two runs batted in and, you know, padded the Yankees lead and it made it eight, three and a little more comfortable. Um, you could just see it in his face. Like he was kind of like, yeah, yeah. Boomy now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little chip on that shoulder. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are two massive plays. I mean, those are game changing plays, just, just as game changing as judges plays were uh, on Wednesday night. So that's massive. That's absolutely massive. And for a guy who, let's be frank, needs a win. Yeah. Uh, he got it. He got it. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Yes. Said that Trevino was the player of the game because of his big double in the first inning. But I really feel like IKF may have been the player of the game just because of those two yeah. plays. And yeah, he's my How are you guys feeling? How are you guys feeling about this, by the way? Uh, yeah. IKF in center with Judge sliding over to right. Uh Interesting move, but it ended up working out. Um, as we mentioned, it is fan mail Friday, Stacy. So we got to get to some questions. We'll get to one here first, and then we'll get to the rest of them a little bit later. Um, so I wanted to pick this one. So again, you guys, all you got to do is drop a comment in our video starting Monday through Thursday. And then I go through here on Friday or I guess Thursday uh, mm. before the episode releases. And I look at all of them and then I pick and choose. So uh, this one coming from Rob Corolla, 7459, saying over the last few years, the Yankees have seemed to suffer more injuries than most teams. I can't recall them being this injury prone. Is there something different in the way they are training? Should we be asking for a whole training staff? Just curious on your take on the injury riddled roster. Stacy, your initial thoughts. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is, it's hard to blame 
players for getting hurt? I mean, players are always going to get hurt. You know, you're playing 162 games, you're running around, you're swinging, you're doing things. And yes, it does seem like the Yankees deal with way more injuries than other teams. The thing about it is they're still good despite those injuries. Um, it, I don't think it's the way they're training. I just, I, I don't know how to explain it. I really don't. You know, I joked when... Um, they started testing for <laughs> PEDs that all these guys started getting injured all of a sudden. It was like, oh, but that was, you know, 20 years ago when that started happening. But um, I don't know what it is. I really don't. It's just um, just be thankful that the Yankees don't completely I'm going to knock on wood. Don't completely collapse when they get all these injuries because other teams have had that happen where they have. And the Yankees have it where they don't. They somehow are able to overcome the injuries. They've had a bunch of injuries so far and they're fine so far. Are they as good as people wanted them to be this first month? No, but they've won five series. They haven't lost one. They split one. And that's all you can ask for right now at this point. Yeah. So uh, I did want to bring up too, that this is not a baseball conundrum, like baseball only conundrum, right? This is, this is happening a lot in the NBA. And this is happening a lot in the NHL where not just guys are starting to get hurt more, but top players are getting hurt more. I mean, just game two, first round of the, of the NBA playoffs, Giannis is out. Mm -hmm. uh, John Morant is out. Uh, how long has, uh, has Kevin Durant missed this season and last season? Like there, this is a problem in a lot of sports. Um, and again, it's not unique just to baseball. So I don't, I, there will be studies done on this era of athletics in the United States. I can almost guarantee that, uh, a lot is going to be said about this and a lot will be made of this because again, it's not just baseball. Um, I think some of it has to do with, we train so much mm. that these guys are so strong that these muscles get strained more. Uh, that's just conjecture, obviously. I'm not a scientist or health anything. Um, I'm on a YouTube podcast. So what do you think I know? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do think there is something to say. That. I mean, these guys are throwing harder. They're swinging harder. They're running faster. Like They're bigger. They're, <laughs> they're massive, massive. I mean, look how big Stanton is. He's like yeah. monster. Look, like you ever stood next to Giancarlo Stanton? Like, you know he's big, but you ever stand next to that guy? You ever be anywhere close I remember when I saw Shaq for the first time, I was like, that's not the same species. <laughs> you got to remember that. I, I think that that kind of gets lost because you're watching it on TV a lot and you kind of forget like, because they're all big. big yeah. They're all massive, huge people with muscles bigger than your entire body. They're going to get hurt. Um, again, I'm sure we will learn more on this in the coming decade about the effect of uh, professional sports on the human body. Um, thanks for your question though, Rob girl. I thought that was a really interesting uh, point to bring up. And uh, I definitely wanted to talk about that. We have more of your questions. Of course, uh, as we mentioned, we'll have a season or series preview rather coming up in just a few moments. You can catch tonight's game one, seven Oh five on the Sirius XM app. And of course, if you have a Sirius XM subscription, uh, hang around. We'll be back in a second with more of your questions.
Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. And you get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Back here on Locked On Yankees. Hey, thanks for making us your first listen of the day every day. Every dayers know that Monday is Miners Monday. And of course, we'll have everything you need to know about the top performers in the Yankees minor league system coming up this Monday. So make sure you hit subscribe. And of course, we'll recap this series against the Toronto Blue Jays. It's Fan Mail Friday, Stacey. So let's get to some of these questions here. All, again, all you got to do is drop a comment on our YouTube videos throughout the week, Monday through Thursday, and we get to them on Friday. So here are some of our favorites. This is Crypt1C0 on YouTube saying, do you think the Yankees still would have signed Rodon if they had traded for Lopez last season? Again, uh, thank you for your question. And uh, Stacy, your thoughts? Of course, there was a rumored trade between the uh, Marlins and the Yankees where they would have traded Oswald Peraza uh, for Pablo Lopez. Do you think they would have signed Rodon if that had, trade had gone through? No. No. Interesting. I think yes. <laughs> I think they still would have gone for it. I don't know. I feel like no. Um, I don't know. With the way the Yankees are operating lately, I feel like they'd be like, oh, all right, we have Lopez. We don't need to get anyone in the offseason. And then I feel like they would have tried harder for a left fielder instead of getting a starter in the offseason. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I really don't think they would have. Interesting. Mm. Um, this one coming from Alan Landsman 702, and this was on our Shohei Otani trade video, so make sure to go check that out if you didn't watch that. Um, where are you going to put Stanton? And I, a couple of people asked this, by the way, since he is the DH with a no trade clause. Um, so we kind of we were about to get into it. I think we went on a different tangent Yeah, um, was where does Shohei fit in the lineup if the Yankees were to make the most ridiculous trade. Um, Stanton stays in the outfield and Shohei DHs, right? I would think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as risky as that is with Stanton and his injury issues, I think that would be the best play because you don't want to risk Shohei getting hurt in the field if he's going to be pitching. So he can play the outfield he has on a very few rare occasions. He's right. in the field. Yeah. And I think, uh, and you know, the, left. yeah. And I feel like the Yankees would probably use him very rarely in the outfield if that were the case. But I feel like Stanton would be more in the outfield. Yeah. And if that were to happen right now, no problem whatsoever. Stands on the IL. Uh, thanks again for your question, Alan. Uh, this one's coming, Stacy, from Sir Luca seven six four nine. Love the new format. Thank you so much. Uh, who will have a bigger impact this year, Anthony Volpe or Brett Beatty? Stacy, I think my answer here is Anthony Volpe. I feel like uh, well, one Brett Beatty has only played a couple of games so far with the Mets. Um, of course, one of their top prospects. The Mets kind of have a different mentality. Uh, it feels when they're going to their prospects as opposed to the Yankees, especially right now, the Yankees seem to lean in on their prospects, your 
uh, your Johnny Britos, your Anthony Volpe's, and your Oswaldo Cabrera. I still technically, in my mind, think of him as a, as a prospect. But uh, your thoughts, Volpe or Beatty, who's going to have a bigger impact this year in New York? I'm thinking Volpe just because he's playing more regularly. And um, like I said, I feel like he's getting there. He's on the cusp of really starting to do something. Though I love the walks. I love the stolen bases. And I love the chaos he brings to the bases. And yeah, I feel like Anthony Volpe is going to really have an impact. Yeah, that's not to take anything away from Brett Beatty. He's a very no. talented ball player. Um, but I mean, if you're you're comparing the two, I think that Volpe has a a better chance to to make an impact as opposed to Brett Beatty. But very good question. I, I really like that question. Thank you, Sir Luca. Um, this next one, Stacy's coming from Richard J. Stewart, three nine seven eight. Higgy hit three home runs in one game. How do you do that and not hit better on a daily basis? Thank you for your questions, Stacy. Let me first say this: this is a very simple answer. And you know what? On the YouTube side, baseball is a very hard sport. <laughs> It is a very hard sport. <laughs> Never forget that. It's an impossible sport to play. <laughs> That's my answer. My answer is, if you look at the list of people who have thrown no hitters in perfect games, they aren't always Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. You sometimes have guys like Philip Humber, no offense to him, who throw perfect games. Some, and sometimes you have guys like Felix Hernandez throw perfect games. But in a lot of cases, you have these guys that you wouldn't think in a million years with throw perfect games or no hitters. It's just the way baseball is. It's a very difficult sport. And sometimes and you got to remember all these dudes are some of the best athletes in the world, right? They could all do this at some point in their <laughs> lives to do it consistently is the mark of a great ball player. It is extremely difficult. Um, that's why I never boot players. Yeah. Just my, my two cents. Um, our last question here on this fan mail Friday, why not 1819? Uh, Stacy, they asked, what do you think is a better target at the trade deadline? A starting pitcher, a legit bullpen piece, or a starting outfielder? Your thoughts, Stacy? I feel like legit bullpen piece. Definitely not a starting okay. outfielder. They have enough outfielders. Um, Especially yeah, I think... now that they just signed Cole Calhoun as well, by the way. <laughs> yes, we forgot to mention that. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like the legit bullpen piece, probably. Yeah, I think it also, I mean, it's April. So uh, <laughs> things can definitely change by the time you get to July. Sure. Uh, I think it'll it'll be more so what the Yankees are lacking at that time. I've said it 15,000 times. I'll say it again. The Yankees <laughs> need another left-handed reliever. It looks like they want Matt Crook to fill that role. That's why he's pitching out of the bullpen instead of starting at AAA right now. Uh, so yes, I still think a left-handed reliever because otherwise, uh, when Shohei Otani comes to the plate, your only option is Wandy Peralta. By uh, the way, one more, well, let's just mention that quickly. Another good performance from Peralta out of the bullpen on yes, Thursday. Almost wasn't, but right. uh, it was, uh, <laughs> he ended up cause I mean, with the three batter minimum, that's a big gamble with two outs oh, yeah. comes up and you go, uh Oh, and then Rendon comes up and you go, uh Oh, um, so, yeah, uh, I, th I think they need another left-handed reliever because, remember, Wandy had to go back-to-back -back days then. So that means he's not going to be available for game one, which means you have no left-handed options out of the bullpen against Toronto. Yeah. Yankees need another left-handed arm. Just saying. Uh, thank you again for all your questions here. We love doing this. So thank you guys for being a, a part of the show. You can always be a part of the show here. All you have to do is comment on our YouTube channel, and uh, we'll see him. We look.
I read the comments for better or worse. Uh, <laughs> catch the finale or catch the first game of the series, by the way. Again, Friday, game one against Toronto on the Sirius XM app, 705 Eastern. We'll be back in a second with a preview of that series. Ultimate Baseball GM is the coolest game I've played in a long time. I've always thought that I could be a major league GM, but it turns out it's not that easy. If you've had the same thought and you fantasize about managing your own franchise, download Ultimate Baseball GM immediately. You get to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading that franchise and its fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. You're responsible for hiring the coaches and staff, managing the money, scouting, drafting. You manage through difficult personalities and injuries, navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a real season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Yankees listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store, so make sure to check it out. You can look it up in the app stores. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back here on Locked On Yankees. Time for hot, cold, and heating up. Stacy. we got a brand new series. Three-game set with Toronto starts tonight. Stacy. Who is hot? Anthony Rizzo. He's leading the team in batting average. Again, that doesn't really mean much, but he's batting 341. And considering that the shift was taking away all his hits in the previous years, and that's not happening now, got on base five times on Thursday. He's looking good at the plate. His back's not bothering him. I'm enjoying this Anthony Rizzo right now. <laughs> Looks great. Looks very mm -hmm. comfortable at the plate. Uh, Stacy, who is cold? Glaber. Glaber, yeah. Uh, he's in one of those uh, cold zones right now. He did have the big sack fly on, uh, which night was that? Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday to get night, the yeah. uh, walk off. But he has fallen off a bit from that really hot start to the year. He looks a little off at the plate. And when he, you can tell when Glaber's off just by the way he's swinging the bat. And he's in one of those um, phases right now. So hopefully he'll snap out of it soon. And for the second series in a row Stacy who was heating up it's Volpe um you know he's still not at 200 yet he's almost there but he's taking his walks he looks unbelievable on defense like he just it's so I said it earlier in the show but it's so nice watching a ball go to shortstop and feeling comfortable that the shortstop is going to make the play and not screw up it's great and uh you know I love what he does on the bases and again I feel like he's about to turn the corner yeah, I, I agree with you. I think by next week, he's going to be red hot. Um, I, I think by the next, maybe the next hot, cold heating up, I think you're going to say Volpe's hot. Mm. 
I think that I think by the end of the weekend, going into the next series, whoever uh, Minnesota back to Minnesota. Yep. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, your pitching matchups here for the weekend Friday, you see Kikuchi versus Domingo Herman, your uh, thoughts on Domingo Herman. What does he have to do? Well, he has to pitch close to the way he did uh, this weekend and hopefully not have too much rosin in his glove. Um, <laughs> At Max Scherzer. And he really, the key is he really needs to pitch, I would say, at least five or six. Yeah. Because the bullpen has been used a lot in the series against the Angels. And I feel like at least five, six would be better. Oh, six would be huge. Saturday, Alec Moa versus Garrett Cole. Alec Manoa has been very rough to start the season uh, for Toronto. So we'll see if that continues. Yes. And he also started a war of words with Garrett Cole, talking about how he's the biggest cheater in baseball. And uh, there's always been some sort of like chippy stuff between the Yankees and Manoa because he tends to open his mouth. So that's going to be our marquee matchup for this weekend. I'm actually looking forward to that. That's on Saturday. And then the finale on Sunday, Kevin Gossman versus Clark schmidt stacy clark schmidt go to for him what does he need to do to get back on track he needs to make it out of the fourth inning <laughs> and how does he get out of the fourth inning uh, by finding a put away pitch between now and sunday can he do that <laughs> he needs to he needs to finish hitters right yes. that's just he just needs to finish them that that that's the key to success if you see clark schmidt in the first and second innings finishing hitters it's going to be a better day yeah that's the sunday finale yeah so again you can catch all three games on the sirius xm app and of course on sirius if you have it like in your car or whatever you can catch all the games there that's where i personally listen to all my games as well uh, i was listening to uh angels yankees on the way home from work because they started while i was forward so that's where I listen to it. Um, of course, coming up next week on Lockdown Yankees again, Miners Monday, every Monday. Check us out. Hit the subscribe button here on the YouTube side. And of course, if you're on the audio side, jump on over to the video side. It's so much better. And uh, that's going to just about do it for us here this week. Stacey, another big week of Yankees baseball. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you on Monday.